Welcome to the Bass and Brews Podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Alex ain't here to give me no shit about using my vroom vroom on the intro. And this ain't Bass and Brews. This is the Queen City Chronicles. So I'll use whatever the hell I want because Alex ain't here. And it's my show tonight until our two guests get to talking that we got. We got Big Daddy Kurt. We got Big Dummy Chad in the house from Queen City. We're a little behind y'all. I do apologize for actually, I don't apologize because we got all kinds of shit going on, but we're a little late getting this Queen City from the Santee tournament out. But we are here now. We got Queen City Chronicles. We got the winner. And then we got Big Daddy Kurt, who, who had some interesting stuff happen and did some cool shit. So we're going to get into to their journey and what they did on Santee. And I can promise you 100% it was better than mine because they didn't even get a damn bite. And they actually caught fish. So we're going to roll with that. And I want y'all to give Alex shit for not being here tonight. If y'all are listening, you go to Alex. Go to Bass and Brews on Tick Attack or whatever else you find us on or how you talk to Alex. Give him shit for not being here because he didn't even tell me who he picked to win the Queen City Tournament. So I can't even, I, I don't even have no shit talking to say. I don't. But here we are. Queen City Chronicles. Sand T. We're going to start with you, Big Kurt. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing good. I'm just glad to be here. Thanks for having us on. And if y'all hear Big Kurt's uh, uh, audio, it's pretty good because my man took his recording equipment and set it up at the Airbnb. Yes, sir. Got to do it right. <laughs> I love it. Chad, Chad the champ. What's up, Halls? How you doing, man? Well, I, for, for the Queen City, I'm not the champ. For Queen City, I'm second place guy. Oh, shit. What the hell happened? Who the hell won Queen City? Uh, do I? What? I'm not the winner of Queen City. I'm winner of the Hobie. You big dummy. I was supposed to be the big dummy. No, Russ Snyder's, Russ Snyder's, we tied for first, and uh, he had a bigger kicker. Well, shit, he don't count because he ain't here, so you the winner, you the winner in my heart. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm I know talking the pay- about. I know the paycheck ain't say that, but you know. No, well, well once it was all set up, my paycheck was probably a little bit better. Paycheck was, uh, <laughs> that paycheck was stacked, bro. <laughs> well, Big Daddy Kurtz at his Airbnb. They're fishing Hartwell this week for Queen City. He's there, and it looks like Chad is at the um, at the uh, Academy Sports. <laughs> He's sitting in the aisle. Board pegboard the background he got he got more shit in his damn looks like he's in his closet holy hell he got more shit in his damn closet than than i've had my entire life efficient man hey well that means you a little bit that means you paid off a little bit debt to get into all that stuff huh? <laughs> yeah yeah they they asked me they asked me if uh what what did i do monday morning with all that money you know every every time i win i get my wife to win it so it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I spend the money if I win. Happy wife, happy life. Oh, that's right. Um, so I did pretty well last year with with a bunch of terms, nothing like this one. Um, but you know, this is a losing proposition. Fishing is not. I just told my stepdad I used to golf. I was a two handicap, um, and I told him yesterday, no, two days ago, 
Easter, Easter Sunday, whatever it was, a couple days ago. And he said, uh, we got to talking about uh, golf versus fishing. And I looked at him and I said, golf's way cheaper. Mm-hmm. Way cheaper. But fishing is more fun in my, but my personal opinion, I have, I have much more fun. Um, there's, there's, you know, there's too much sitting around. Like if I could just stand at the driving range and hit a driver all day, I'd be, I think it was as fun as fishing, but you gotta, I, I, you gotta do a bunch of stupid, matter of fact, I gotta chase balls so fucking much that I just, <laughs> you know, it's no fun to me. It's like so, an Easter egg hunt that I never win. Well, well, golf used to be fun when I was like in the nineties, when I was in the nineties and the eighter. I mean, in the eighties. But when I got down to the seventies and into the lower and trying to get even par and going under par a few times, it was no fun because one bad shot pissed you off. <laughs> you know, I mean, golf. I mean, uh, fishing. You're going to lose fish if once you realize you're going to lose fish. You know, it, uh, one one missed fish can lose a tournament. Majority of times, it's not going to. But you can also have a bad cast and reel that bitch in real fast and throw another great cast and catch a fish and you know it's all great. But or, you hit a bad, bad shot in golf. You you hit a bad drive in golf. You might have two holes before you get to hit the driver again to feel good <laughs> That's about exactly yourself. right. I mean, shit. Well, look, guys. <laughs> all right. So we got the Queen Queen City Chronicles, Santee. We got y'all. We were supposed to fish Queen City on Saturday. Yes, sir. We ended up getting canceled. They canceled uh, Hobie and the Queen City on Saturday. Got pushed to Sunday. Did either of y'all get a chance to go out to some little pond nearby or anything? And part of so, just- so I so we we had a good time Friday night. I don't ever really drink. I had I had a few beers Friday night with mm-hmm. up in Landing and uh, that crowd. It's my my uh, my coach when I coached in Florida. They coached me in Florida. He uh. He he has a camper up there. When I was four, he coached me, and that, him and my dad, best friends. Well, they my dad, we moved up here. Then my dad moved up here. Well, he's got a little camper. He's got two little campers set up at Stump Hole, so we stay up there every time we go mm. in the camper. And they got the Stump Hole has a bar, pool hall, and mm. oh, we had a great time. I mean, yeah, we, we had a, we had a good time. So it was it was it was a good time. So we did that, and then uh, Friday night, and then Saturday morning, we ate breakfast there. And then I drove home and hung out with my daughter all day since, oh, you, know, you know, be a five-year-old. So, um, get some daddy time and give my wife a break from, cause she let me practice every day mm. last week. Mm. Um, I drove up, I left the house at three, three, four o'clock every morning, took, dr- took a two hour drive, two and a half, three hour drive, depending on where it's at, fish, drove home, was home for dinner every night. So Sunday I, I took it easy. I mean, Saturday I took it easy. There we go. How about you, so, Kurt? What'd you end up doing Saturday? Oh man, Saturday. Oh, I really didn't do anything. Um, I hadn't really didn't have any plans. I was going to drive home, drive down early Saturday morning, fish, mm. go to the way in, and drive back. Uh, I didn't double dip, so no reason for me to hang around and uh, just watch the weather. You know, it's uh, it, it was really kind of a, in, in my opinion, kind of a Queen City esque weather report. Um, we're used, I mean, I've been with this club for five years, a shitty weather. (laughs) And I can count, I can count on my hand, on my hands, the number of times we've been out in actually normal weather. Right. Uh, so it's, it's always some kind of craziness that happens weather wise. Um, Do y'all, do y'all think if it would have just been Queen City on Saturday, we'd have canceled it. No, I would have fished it. You would have fished it. I, yeah. I think 
I think so too. We'll have to. So if I, any I, listens I, to this, he'll have to put it out there. But I think I think Queen City would have fished it Saturday if it was just a Queen City tournament. Yeah. I think so. The, he canceled the Jordan and Falls one because the hurricane was coming through. And mm-hmm. I wish I was on the fish that week. I went up there and practiced. I was on the fish. You had an Airbnb up there the whole time. That time. Yeah. That, and then they canceled, and then the wind wasn't that bad, and I was so motivated. <laughs> oh, so, dude. I, yeah, I, that's, I was, that I one sucked. terrible tournament when they came back to that Jordan Jordan and Falls one and got into it with a bass motor, got into cussing. Um, I'm watching Adam Fillmore with the winning fish. I'm sitting in the same spot he is, and, and I'm cussing this boat out while he's in the first 15 minutes oh. with Tournament. Yeah, you you were over there. You you put in. You were fishing the bridge over there at Farrington. Yes, sir. you're the one that got in. Don't the fucking motherfucker don't call me, sir. Oh, it's going to happen, and I'm a, you. My you dad were, back in the head if I didn't. Well, I ain't that much older than you, Hoss. It don't matter. I said if you're younger. Oh Lord. Anyway, <laughs> I so yeah, we were in. I was in that general area that you were in, and I ended up. I can't remember who I talked to, and said y'all were fighting. You were that was you over there hollering at the boater that cut you off right here at the bridge. Dude, he so come he, pulling up on me and tried to cast over in front of my kayak. So he's yeah. trying to pull a Jeremy Hughes in. Well, yeah, huh. you didn't take his ass to That's the ramp. You didn't take his ass to the ramp and show him what a kayak angler is like. Huh? He said, "I thought you were about to get on the boat, but I was, I was, and I don't use the F word that much. I don't care if you do, but I don't. And I was dropping the F bomb, telling him he's a piece of shit, and this, that, and the other. And I wouldn't let him cast. I mean, I, I put my kayak right in front of him. I was mm-hmm. the tournament was over by then because I seen what. Adam was reeling in, and I I just kept staying in front of him, dude. It was it was just unreal to rude people on that place. It and I've heard it's bad out there. Yeah, it 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 can. We'll see certain times of the year the bridges the riprap on Jordan is where people are you know a lot of people are catching the fish, and so it ends up being a a train, and you just you know you get in line and you fish it, and that's how it goes. It kind of ends up being. But we ain't talking about Jordan. We ain't talking about that bullshit. What? So it sounds like both of y'all got to practice. Well, Chad, you got to practice. I got to practice. Did you do any practicing? You I just did. you just had a plan in mind from from past experiences. Well, I had a, yeah yeah basically. My past experiences on on Sandy Cooper, bro. <laughs> so I've been with the club five years. I've fished every Sandy Cooper event, and up until that, up until this event. I've caught zero scoreable fish. Zero. <laughs> this is it, with with capital Z, right? This is one of the biggest fish lakes in the country. I, I'm just, dude, I don't I don't understand it. So um I kinda knew what the fish were gonna be doing. Uh I knew exactly where I was gonna go. Um I I, I was so keyed in on it that I didn't even, it didn't bother me showing up to the ramp late. So, uh, got to, got to my first spot and two casts later, bang, bag, bag the first one. So, okay. So where'd you put in and what, what were you fishing? State park and, uh, spinnerbait. So you were on the, you put in at the state park. So you're fishing main lake banks. No, uh, no, I, I went up in, uh, on Santee. I went up in the, uh, Oh, what is that? What you, is that you went, so you went north and left. Yeah. North and west. Okay. Yeah. I don't know the name of the creek, but I know where you were. Okay. Interesting. I camped there and I drove down to um, 
wherever the hell I drove, catfish, cat head, catfish head, catfish coat. Yeah. yeah. And 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 this 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 pisses me off. I could have put in at uh, where I camped and gone up there and fish with you, and maybe I'd have caught a fish or at least got a bite. But well, okay, so. When I got there, there was one guy already there getting ready to launch. That's how late I was. Um, and the whole day, I saw three other kayakers. And wow. nobody had caught fish. Yeah. I don't know why I was the only one that caught fish, but nobody had caught fish. You're holding your mouth right. <laughs> hey, the wind, you know, y'all know, I, I preach it, you know, as soon as the wind starts, when the wind's out, that, that mm-hmm. true south guppy's out, period. So, I yeah, rocked I, it just about all day. I I love I love fishing the wind. I don't want it. I don't want it slick. I want. I need some wind. I don't. The more wind, the more better for me. But that shit didn't work. But I was. Uh, I, this is the first tournament ever that thirty minutes into the tournament, I was sitting there going, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like I I was lost, pretty yeah. much from the time from the first cast to the time I left, I was lost. So Chad. Where where where'd you put in? What and what were you fishing? Let's just say I was fishing the river. Okay. I was moving water. I was in the river. Man, it's, so, it's going to be a long time before we go back. Going to be a whole another year before we go back in there. That time shit's going to change. No, it ain't. <laughs> you can try that again. It ain't going to change enough. <laughs> it ain't going to change enough. So Wait. you're up in the river. I'm. Yeah. Were Were you fishing moving baits? Were you fishing? Bait. I was. Okay. I'll tell you. Jack Hammer and a spinnerbait. Um, okay. The last fish of the day, I had three boats right around me, and they were hooping and hollering when I caught my last fish, and it was dancing across, and it was on a it was on a big spinnerbait. It was on a true south spinnerbait. John, I called him and told him afterwards that it was on a true south, and told him what, which one it was. So, but it was uh, a big old spinnerbait. Nice. That's but, and that's funny because you know a lot of people are probably throwing a wacky rig around around the trees, and I'm, I'm sure they were throwing spinnerbaits oh. and stuff like that too but you you figure i figured i figured the people who were going to win it were going to be throwing a wacky rig around those trees especially well, since that front moved through year. and we had those bluebird skies on sunday morning i figured that's what they're going to be on that's interesting both of y'all caught them on spinnerbait makes well, sense yes, but, well i was i was on moving water so you know yeah, wacky okay. one really work on moving water so um <laughs> you know you can make work, but it's it's not something you want to do but i was fishing shade lines so shade lines on the river yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were, they were tucking in, hiding from, so that's where I was playing. And, and I, you know, I was fishing just one little small stretch too. So that's what makes it even worse. That's why I made the comment about, I don't know if you've seen the Hobie where I, I, I lost seven, seven, seven jackhammers and two big spinner baits on the same stone. Mm. That's okay. Um, the money you won, right? That, that shit doesn't, none of those matter. <laughs> right. That, well, you got to remember, I don't get that money. My wife does. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm looking at the wall behind uh, you. Right. She, she gets the check, but yeah. I'm looking at the wall behind you, and I know who's spinning that some bitch. Do you know? Do you know every every dime that I got in this room gets? Every if dime I in spend, the room. If I spend a hundred bucks. She gets a hundred bucks. If I spend a thousand bucks, thousand bucks. That's 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 good. That's that. Nobody's ever mad at each other about shit like that. Nope. I dropped. So it on did me. you find? Did you? Were you? Was this a pattern you fought you found when you were practicing, or is because look we it was a huge change. That week that week <laughs> leading up to it was was way different than the one day we got the fish. So if you had a pattern Sunday, that pattern might not be there. I had a pattern Wednesday. 
I, Monday I practiced, I uh, didn't catch fish, but I don't really try to catch a lot of fish in practice. Tuesday practiced, seen seven beds, seven on beds, marked seven beds in one little pocket. Knew it was Tuesday, looked at the weather. You couldn't fish it on Saturday because of the wind. All the wind saying you couldn't fish it. You can't fish bed and fish on, on Saturday. So I, I practiced all week on to stay out of the wind for Saturday. Um, buddy of mine uh, called me Jim and was wanting was wanting to go fishing. And I said, well, come down Wednesday. We'll go fishing together. I got some stuff I'll show you. Um, well, he was late. So I sit down. And I, I'm, I sit in this one spot and I'm throwing. And I hook a gar. I mean, I'm a six foot. I mean, it was like this big. It was huge, it, you know. And luckily, it got off of the boat. Um, <laughs> you know, that was that was on crank. That was on crankbait. And then so I threw threw in there again. Um, I I hooked a good sized bass, and it come off. Uh, I know it was a good sized bass. Um, just how how it was wobbling its head and everything, and it wasn't diving. Never came up or anything. Come off. And so then I threw in a bunch more and I can't get a hit, can't get a hit. Well, I'm still waiting on Jim to get here. So I'm, I'm sitting here paddling up against current and I'm throwing weight on him. And Mr. Larry Wood pulls up and says, says, Hey man, you know anything about that area over there? I said, yeah. I said, we're about to go. You can, you can follow me if you want. And then you can go do your own thing. I can show you how to get through there. And he said, he said, okay. And uh, so he's sitting there and I've got my, my uh, live scope on and I had it on perspective mode. I said, Larry, Throw in front of you. He wouldn't throw because he was just being respectful of the little hole I had and the little spot. Mm-hmm. And so he's being respectful. And, and I said, Larry, throw over there. And he throws in there with a jackhammer, sticks a 23 and a half, I think it was, a 23 and three quarters. Mm. Put it on his monthly, one second, second place on his monthly. And and he's like, I'm not, I said, no, I said, we're, we're not going to cast no more. And then I was like, while we're waiting, because Jim was about to pull up, I said, do you mind me asking you what trailer you use on your jackhammer? And he says, he said, I hate to tell you before a tournament, but this is what he used. It was one of my favorite baits that that I used, but I've never decided to put it on, never put it on a jackhammer, you know. And so so then so we go fishing and we actually go practice where Russ was Russ was at. Um and and I caught a twenty two and nineteen um and then got out of that area, paddled, we paddled, you know, mile, two miles, you know, because I don't really like stick fish. I'm not one of those gonna stick hundred and eighty. Mm-hmm. Day. So then I leave and go to another spot that kind of you only you there. only do that if you know you're not going to fish that area. Well, I'll you only get, catch all them damn fish if you're like, well, no, I'm I ain't going here. Let me have fun. No, honestly, if if it's tournament week, I'm not screwing nobody. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not one of those guys that won't do it. Um, karma bites me in the ass every time I do something stupid. I mean, it will. I'll go. I'll, I'll be on the way home and get a flat tire. I mean, it's just <laughs> that is. I, I can't screw around. Karma's gonna bite me. So. So then we, so we, so when we got practice, uh, Jim liked the area. So he actually went there for tournament day and, and on the way back in, um, we got back in the river and I said, well, let me, let me cast right here and see if they're still, still, uh, stacked up. And so I two cast in, I catch a, I want to say a 19, 19, 19, I'm going to say 19. And then, then, and I said, well, I want to make sure that that just wasn't a fluke, you know, cause one fish could be just a fluke and you can, you know, and so I, about, Five minutes later, I stick a 21, and I said, okay, put it up. You know how hard it is for me? He's excited, and I don't, you know, I, I don't do drugs. I don't do any of that, but I've, I've got so much energy. Like, I'm in that little ADHD jacked-up little kid like I was on crack rock, you know, and uh, and so the next two nights, boom, I didn't sleep, and, and and I knew that they were stacked up enough where it was holding, holding mm. fish for both days. 
Um, so one day or two days, it didn't matter. Um, so it was, it, I knew the pattern would hold because of water, water temperature and moving water. Um, so knew, knew, knew it would hold. And then, um, so I left and I went and practice with Mike on Thursday, Pastor Mike on Thursday and we go fishing and he, he hammers them, you know, but he can't fish. That's then he was like, I mean, he wanted to show me this because he was worried about it getting canceled too. And he's a preacher. He can, he works on Sundays. That's right. He went and practiced on Thursday at his spot and he caught a 21, a a 22 and a 19. And so we, we got out of there. I said, come on, Mike. I said, let's make a long run up this river. And, um, you know, and so we, we paddle for, it's two and a half miles up against current. And he's like, he, and I kept telling him it's a mile and a half. It's a mile and a half. I mean, it, it probably is like three miles, a little over three miles because the <laughs> bends, but I kept telling him it was a straight shot, you know, so every time I click it, it was a straight shot. Man, you've been telling me it's a mile and a half. So we, we, we get, we get back there, we get back there and, and we're, and, and we get in this layer and, and, uh, I said, well, I want to try this layer right here. He said, okay. I catch a striper on a jackhammer, pushed mm. it. I caught six, yeah, six stripers. He said, you got to sit there and, uh, you got to sit there and you got to sit there and, um, catch these things. I said, yeah, I ain't catching no bass. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, catch bass. I ain't catching bass. I'm going to have fun. So I went and stuck a bunch of fish. <laughs> I mean, a bunch of stripers, but they were fun too. Cause they were in current. So I don't know if you ever caught stripers in current, but man, they, they are mean buddy. And, uh, so, and then I lost a, I lost my second ja- two jackhammers. The second jackhammer I lost, I got to look and I was like, I only had like one more. I was like, oh mm. shit! But I can't, I can't throw this lure no more. <laughs> I can't throw this color no more. I won't do it. So we, so we leave there. And we just, so we're fishing the back side of the back side of the river, uh, all the way back around, and we come up on these these six drunk dudes from, I guess I think they were from Pax. They were from Pax. They way way down the river at, from Pax, and they were like. Uh, they were drunk. They were stunk, stuck out in the middle. And when I pull, pulled around the thing, all you could hear is, wow, pontoon boat stuck in, in a foot of water, you know, and then there was this other center console. He was asking if they wanted help. And the drunk dude didn't want no help. And, and I was like, guys, y'all got to get on the front of the boat. And this, this guy that driving, he was drunk. I, I mean, I can't believe he was, he, but he got on it one time and it finally come loose. And I thought he was going to every single one of them and throw them out of the boat. It was, I mean, it was, it was, it was I don't know how they didn't survive, but I, it was terrible. And they popped the a wheelie in the pontoon boat when it came out. No, it was, it was pretty bad, man. They were, it was <laughs> that guy. And then, then he, then he tries to go the wrong way and gets stuck again. I was like, Oh no. Lord, geez, my God. <laughs> hey, the current, the current, the current up there had to be pretty good because there was a good, the, the water was the water should have been up higher than it was, but I think they were pulling a bunch of water. So I'm assuming the current was pretty good up in the river, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was that's why it took so long to get up that river. And Mike was so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> and we wasted. Uh, we wasted a half a day. <laughs> so so then uh then he uh you know on Saturday I, I look on Saturday I get, or I get a I get a message on my phone from Saturday saying, dude, you need to. <laughs> Call Mike and let him know to take that TikTok down. He so we he's got a TikTok on there of me and him in the river and him catching that big old fish and what he called it all. And I'm like, and I called Mike. You couldn't wait till I said you couldn't wait. This is so this was so I think what was it uh that so that was the first we were supposed to start term April first mm-hmm. and and so so I sent him that message about you know taking it down and he's like 
And then he goes on this long rampant. He, so he calls me right away. Well, I need to know, you know, that's just not right. Somebody wanting to keep them, you know, not wanting to, they're going to, and he, but he went off on me, man. He, and dude, he went off on me for two hours, like and text messages and just blowing me up, talking about tournament fishing. So fun for me no more. You know, I, I put all this in for it. I'm never going to win. And I mean, going off on me and dude, I'm over here in tears because, man, I, I love my friends. You know, I, I look out for everybody. You can ask Kirk. I, I will do anything in the world for you. But, I mean, he's hammering me. So he's going to sell, sell all his equipment. And, and the band loves fishing. And I'm like, he he done, he he said, he said, I just took down TikTok, the whole thing. You can look on there. It's gone. And, dude, I got on TikTok. It was gone. It was gone. All of it gone. This whole thing was gone. That's oh, funny. dude, I mean, he, he, and I showed my wife. And my wife said, you know what? You need to quit being such a asshole. And, you know, in in 20 years or 50 years when i'm dead those fish ain't going to be there for you but mike's going to be there for you your friends going to be there for you because i get I, you know i'm gonna put my put the time in it i don't I, you know I, i'm stressed about you know somebody knowing where my spot is and uh it's an all day and though i mean i mean i'm in tears man here i am i'm you know i got a huge heart and i'm like i'm in tears i'm rolling and all of a sudden i get this video you big dummy it's april fools <laughs> <laughs> He got you good. Oh, dude. He, he got, got you good. good. But, you know, I'm like, preachers aren't supposed to do this. It ain't, it ain't supposed to happen. No, that, no, is, no. that is phenomenal. Oh, dude. I mean, that is phenomenal. It, oh, yeah. And then, then he got on the phone with Jeremy because we always do a three-way calls, Jeremy and Blaine, and they are picking on me, laughing at me. And I'm, boy, I'm telling you what, I couldn't. The whole, all the rest of Saturday, I was in a funk because I knew I took, I took this way too serious. So it wasn't just a joke that he had. It was I. This is stuff I already knew, and I already beat myself up about because I'm so serious about it. When I get into stuff, I get obsessive, and so it almost it was like a kick in the nuts because I did I needed, you know. It's like oh my god. So all Saturday I was kind of just in this funk, and they were like, "Man, you are not chipper, I said, man." I, I said, "I said I'm just not in it." I said, "I I went and drank three beers, tried to calm down, you know." I like, I was, <laughs> hey, I think everybody was in a funk. So I camped at the uh, the state park. There was a bunch of kayakers there, and I, I ended up telling I was uh, I was staying with Bailey, and I ended up telling Bailey I was like Bailey, dude, look around, man. It looks like all the kayak anglers look like it looks like an episode of The Walking Dead. Everybody's just kind of walking around like we supposed to be fishing today, right? Everybody's kind of walking around like hey hey, farting around, bullshitting around like everybody looked just lost because we were supposed to be fishing that day and. You know, if you didn't have something lined up or somewhere to go, or if you didn't get up early enough, and I think that's what happened with a lot of people is when they canceled, a lot of people ended up taking Friday night. Oh, and yeah. uh, we stayed up late. We didn't do anything crazy, but we stayed up late, and everybody took a that Friday think, night to relax. Well, so, I, I think I seen one o'clock. I mean, that's like, you know, <laughs> I mean, that, that's like that's mm-hmm. like that's like six o'clock in the morning for me. You know? Oh yeah, there we go. So, so Kurt. So, Kurt, when I was, you know, when we do these Queen City Chronicles, you know, we want we we want the guy the the first second place, we we want one of the people up at the top, and then we always ask Vinny for that person with a good story, right. somebody that that you know necessarily didn't uh, they they were in the money or they weren't, but somebody that had a great story. Right. And Vinny said this was your first limit in four years. Yeah. I do, dude. I, I do, I do, dude. I right, I know, I know. Um, so my limit outside of the four years was in my honey. It was in my honey hole on Wiley, mm. and I, you know, it's, it's just one of the one of the holes that I know I can catch a limit in. Um, 
you one of the few people that's got a honey hole on Wiley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? I, I that, look, many of those that, on Wiley. There, there, there's no, there's no big fish on Wiley. All right, let's let's just, especially not around uh, uh, South Point Landing. Let's just say that. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, and I think I, I think I did that on my first year. So my first year, I did pretty good, and then uh, you know, for a, for a newcomer, uh, second year. I changed kayaks and didn't do bad, but my third year and fourth year, I decided to do the team division and both years. I don't, I don't know what it was about it, but, uh, a, I had terrible years and B, I think, I think most of it is just that in the back of my mind, I had this teammate that I, you know, I had to make sure that I got my two fish. Mm. Right. And it didn't, you know, that, that you don't think that's a whole lot of pressure. You know, I mean, we go out, we are you know, already got goals. You know, I'm, I want to mm-hmm. catch two fish this time. I want to catch the limit, you know, I'm going to catch a limit and then call whatever. Um, so yeah, the last two years I've been with, uh, you know, with a teammate and both years, I just, I don't know. I just, felt pressured so this year i decided you know what the heck with it not doing the team division and uh i'm going to go fish the way i'm supposed to fish and actually you know stop worrying so much about you know i don't have a teammate now so i don't don't have anything to worry about and i'm not going to have you know my teammate fishing around me so all i gotta do is go fish so my first you know first tournament you know i caught two fish second tournament uh, which was the Jordan caught two fish, and then uh, South Carolina lakes in general just uh, have hammered me the last two years. Right? I mean, bad. Uh, I mean, even if I prefished, I'd come down like last year. I came down, prefished Santee for a week, um, sorted out some stuff, and zero. Right? But and even last, even last year's tournament on Santee, because that that Saturday last year was windier than this year. Yeah. It was a rough day that Saturday. The The weather changed on us that Saturday, and it was rough for everybody. I mean, that Sunday, people wore their ass out. But Saturday Saturdays. last year was a lot like this year. We didn't have the storms or the rain. It was just a front coming through, but it was wind, It was terrible windy last yeah. year. Yeah. So it was a big change coming down in there again yeah. last year. So I've, I've, I've not been – Santee Cooper's not been good to me, and I'm, you know – I'm like, you know, lake, I, I look at, I look at fishing, tournament fishing a lot like golf, right? I'm, you know, you know, when you're on the golf course, you're not necessarily golfing against other people. You're golfing against yourself and the course. It's you okay. and the course. Um, and you know, fishing is the same way. You're not, not really fishing against other anglers. You're fishing against your knowledge of what the fish are supposed to be doing, period. And Unless you're Chad on uh, Jordan Lake, right? And then you're fishing, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then the lake, right? Somebody else. <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of us, you know, a lot of us got to do with uh, being able to read the lake. And I'm pretty decent at, at reading the lake, you know, especially when I'm analyzing. Does on, Santee uh, not set up well with how you like to fish since you've had a bad time there? Has it been a lot of bad luck? I mean, what is it about Santee that's giving you fits up until? couple weeks ago 
I, you know, I don't know. I seriously don't because two. I'm serious. Two of my fish, my my two big fish, came off spinnerbait during the wind, and the other two came off wacky rig. Mm. Right. That's so the, it's it's just so, basically the same thing that everybody's throwing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this time around on Santee, I knew fish were going to be in specific spots. I just it, it was just you know I was like look. This is what's happening. They're, they should be up on the beds, but they're not going to be. They're going to be pulled off beds mm-hmm. a little bit because of all the wind and, you know, the little bit of rain and blah, 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 blah. And so these are the areas. I, I basically broke down the arm that I'm fishing as its own little lake. Mm-hmm. And I fished that little lake the way I was supposed to. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I had three by 9:30 and it took me from 9:30 to 2:30 to catch my fourth one but you know there it was yeah. I was yeah I was like hey look you know I've got 3 by 9:30 Santee I've I've wiped the stank <laughs> off of Santee Cooper so I ain't worried about it and I just you know from there on you know I I made a run all the way up the creek just just to check um yeah <laughs> That's that's where all the craziness for me kind of happened. So uh, talk about the what what craziness happened. So the craziness. Um, Did you fall out of your boat? <clears throat> no, no, okay. no, worse. So Nobody I'm going wants to fall out of a boat in Santee. Like, yeah, yeah, right. So I don't want to. <laughs> not me. Yeah, either. no. Look, I'm, uh-uh. I'm fine with alligators until I'm in the water, and then the shit the shit ain't fair no more. So, um, I caught my third one. Um, I backtracked, went back to my original spot and fished it back up and decided, you know, okay, let me, let me go up. There's one more place I want to hit. And then I'm going to the back of the Creek just to check. So I'm going up and there's this guy that's sitting there in this boat and he's got three rods out the back. So I know he's crappy fishing. He's anchored. He's not going anywhere. So, you know, I kind of roll up beside him and, uh, you know, we struck a conversation and, uh, I asked him, I said, hey, look, uh, you know, I'm fishing a tournament. Do you mind if I go around in front of you and, you know, because I didn't want to cross over his lines behind him. I was like, let me let me go up in front of you, go around and fish up in this cove right here. He said, yeah, no problem. I want to see you pull a bass out. I said, all right, cool. So here I go, you know, I go what I consider to be significantly far enough up in front of him, and I go across and not, you know, I'm done. I'm going to the back of the creek, back of this little creek. And, uh, you know, when heavy mono, when you stretch the absolute crap out of it and it finally snaps that sound. Yeah. So I hear that. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, dang, he must've caught something like ginormous. Right. So I spin my yak around right quick. I was like, you know, he's racing up to the front of the boat. And I was like, oh, shit. I think I, I didn't do that, did I? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a line out in front. My bobber was up there and my float was up there. And, and, and I, just, I just didn't tell you about it. I just, you know, I was back here concentrating on these three. And I was like, I didn't even see that rod, right? I didn't see his bobber. I didn't see the rod or nothing. So, uh, you know, I, I was like, all right, well, I snapped his line. I'm sorry, dude. I mean, you know, I'll. 
you know, I'll, I'll pay for your line, you know, whatever. No, man, go ahead, go. I want to see you catch fish. I'm like, all right, I got you, bro. I got you. So I'm pedaling back into this, you know, fishing it going in and, uh, you know, nothing. I mean, I'm not even marking bait fish where I'm at. So I decided to turn around. And as I'm turning around, I'm starting to notice it's getting a ginormous amount harder to pedal. Okay, so what what are you, what are you peddling in? Uh, Titan thirteen five. Okay, so we so we got a weed whacker. We got a propeller yep, on there. Yeah. Okay. So all right, so all right, no big deal, right? So I pull it, pull my drive up, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, all right. Normally, you can just grab the line and pull it, and it'll unspool from your prop, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that didn't happen. So now I'm in, now I'm in a quandary, right? Because you know, if you with with weeds and stuff, it's all right. But if you get line wrapped around that, you start cutting into your seal. Mm. And if you flood the lower unit, you you start having a bad day. So knowing this, I'm like, all right, no big deal. Reach up, open the dry box, open the, open the front hatch, grab my dry box, pull my tool out. And I'm like, all right, I'll take the prop off. So loosen. All right, hold on, hold on. How many fish do you have at this point? Three. You got three fish. You're one got, from a limit. Yeah. And got, what time is it? This is uh, around twelve thirty. Okay, so we got All a little right. bit of time, and to I am get that foot limit. Yeah, so that and I am a good three quarters away up into the creek arm that I'm in. So coming out, I'm going to have to go against the wind the whole way. <laughs> All right, so um, pull my tool out start taking the prop off take the screw out as i'm unscrewing the screw i look down and i'm like i might want to put that center cover back on just in case i drop the screw <laughs> right because you know, where you where your drive comes up yeah, it, okay. it leaves a big hole you know i might want to put that cover but kurt kurt stop bro put that cover back on but just just do yourself a favor Nah, bro, I got this, bro. Look, I, look, I'm I'm, t- I'm I'm two turns away. The screw's gonna come out. I'll just lay it down right quick, pull the line off, dude. I'll be g'd up. Turn the screw twice, and it's like Poseidon himself reached up and grabbed the screw out of my damn hand because it fell directly straight down. St- I mean, as straight down as you can straight down into that damn hole <laughs> right there. I mean, I saw it, it went out of sight and I'm like, oh, damn, damn, really? What'd you say, Chad? What? In the big dummy. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, dude. All right. All right. No big deal. I mean, I'm only in, I'm only in like six foot of water. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'll beach my kayak. I'll come back out. And I'll dive down right quick and grab this screw. <laughs> that's my thought. Now that's my daggone thought in Sandy Cooper. Dude. So I beach my kayak. I just happen to be at a landing. Um, that's it's a private landing. So I beach my kayak as this old guy's pulling up wanting to launch his boat. So he comes out and and he's you know strikes up a conversation and he's looking at the yak and. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be as nice as I can without telling him, dude, I got to get this damn screw, right? So, Kurt, 
let's just let's look and see. Do I? I don't remember ever having another screw in my dry box. But let's check before we get in the water. So it, it, I, it's Santee. Let's check before we go. Before we, before we get in the water, right? <laughs> so well, at least I you did, got a, a gator lookout with the old man trying to launch his boat. Right, right. I mean, I don't know what he's going to do other than have a heart attack, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and at this point, he's he's starting to laugh because I'm freaking out, right? I'm like, I'm thinking the whole time I'm thinking, all right, I've either got to go in the water or I'm going to have to put the drive in the back, pull my pe- my paddle out, and paddle against the wind this big-ass Titan 13.5 all the way to the ramp. And that's going to be the end of my tournament if I have to do that. So I I empty my entire dry box out onto this little pier, right? The whole empty the whole thing out, and I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and there's this, there's this one screw that just it stayed stuck down in the box. And I was like, there's no way that's the screw I need. So I pulled it out, screwed it in, and I was like, oh, Jesus, thank you. <laughs> Jesus, I thank you. I don't have to go swimming. <laughs> so I, I pulled, a, pulled the shear pin out, um, finished pulling the line off. I don't even have to line, have the line off to my off my <laughs> shaft yet, right? So I pulled, pulled the shear pin out, pulled the line off, throw it in the back, put the cover down. Put the cover down. Cover down. Right? Smart. Put the shear pin back in. Now notice notice how I said those two, right? I I put the I pulled the shear pin out with the cover off. Mm-hmm. Now I just I barely had another screw. I know I didn't have another shear pin mm-hmm. because my extra prop shear pin and screw kit is all the way back up North Carolina. No, oh, nice. So, uh, yeah. So, put the cover down, put the shear pin on, put the prop on, screw on, and I'm like, cool. I'm going to get out of your way so that you can launch your boat, and then I'll gather up the rest of my stuff in my dry box. So, that's what happened there. Um, so, I'm coming back out, and the guy goes, the guy goes, well, you went missing there for a few minutes. I didn't know whether you fell in or what. It's like, well, I was getting. <laughs> I was about to go swimming. <laughs> I told him, I was like, you know, I was, I was getting your your $10 worth of cheap mono wrapped around my prop off. Um, so, I mean, if you want, I can I can throw you some $10. But, uh, yeah. Oh, man, it's, it's all right. It's all right. If you, if you catch, a, catch a fish, man, I, I just want to see it. I'm like, all right. All right. Well, I'm done fishing here, and, and since I just about already had a heart attack twice, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna go ahead and get out of your way and run up here and, and catch my last fish and call this thing done. So yeah. So so that's what you did. You ran back up there, caught your fourth fish, and and got no. I, I ran all the way to the back of the yeah. you know all the way the rest of the way up into the cove, and uh, you know I, I lost mark and bait fish. Uh, didn't didn't see beds nothing the only thing i saw was a big old gator and that's it turn around came back out went back down to my original spot or first spot uh didn't catch anything and then i was like you know i never see i'm going kind of kind of going back out because it's it's about two o'clock at this point um i'm headed back to the ramp hard and i'm like you know i'll go past the ramp a little bit and fish 
on that side of the ramp. And I was like, you know, wait a minute. I never, I've, I've fished here a lot on Sandy Cooper and I've never seen anybody go near this little cove right here. And this little cove has a sign that's, that's out in front of it. And I was like, I've never, I've never seen anybody fish there. So I bought roll up in there and I'm looking and I'm like, God, you know what? Right there, right behind that sign where these doggone cypress trees are, that's, there's gotta be a fish there. Wacky rig, slung that thing up in there. First, I mean, I'm talking first cast as soon as I got there. Boom, 13.5. I was like, all right, go a little bit deeper or a little bit further in the Cypress, mm-hmm. right? Um, Throw up in there again and caught my 14, and that was actually my, my call fish. So, nice. yeah. So oh, I caught – Yeah, yeah, caught my limit. Um, You know, I, I texted – Right, yeah, woo. I text, I text Vinny uh, when I got to the ramp. I was like, I don't care who won. I don't care who. I don't care who did anything. I freaking won this damn tournament. I called a limit on Santee that's kicked my butt for five years. I freaking won this thing. I don't care who you give the money to. Hey, so. and you and and you were seconds from going swimming at Santee to go look for a pin, you know damn well you weren't ever going to find. I wasn't going to find that screw, bro. I was not. It's, it's, I mean, it's, so (laughs) if you know Santee and and how, how slimy the bottom is, Mm -hmm. well, not slimy, but just, just not hard pack. Yeah. Whatever it's called. That screw is gone, gone. Right. I just didn't relish the fact that I was going to have to paddle. (laughs) That my big up. butt in that big freaking kayak uh-huh. dang near a mile and a half against the wind <laughs> back to the ramp with yeah, only three yeah. fish. Yeah. That that, that would have sucked. I would, you know what? I would have just, I would have just gone to that private ramp you're at. I'd have pushed my kayak out to the water and let it go. And I'd have, <laughs> I'd have hitchhiked back to my truck and gone to hell home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have done so, that. I ain't yeah. So, but so uh, this this morning, you know, I, I packed up all my stuff to come down here uh, last night, and uh, so this morning I get up, and the last thing I wanted to pack, I was like, you know, I had a good night's sleep, and I got up, and I was like, you know, Kurt, you're gonna be away from home for like four days, bro. Pack your. Screen. Where in the hell is your kit? Yeah. I, I, I I ordered a kit the. Uh, propeller, it comes with a propeller, two shear pins, and a propeller screw. So, this morning, I spent the first 30 minutes as soon as I woke up looking for this dog on camp. Found it, packed it, but uh, yeah, nice. Well, that's awesome, man. That's uh, look, that's dedication, that's sticking with it, too. That's that's something to say. And we've had we've had folks on this podcast uh before that have been getting into tournament fishing. and you know, one of the things that people learn after their first year typically getting into tournament fishing is how important it is to get that limit. When you get that limit, that like that sets you up to be able to, oh. you know, go fish for bigger fish or do something. It's just so much oh. relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and get that limit is just the whole thing. And it took me, it took me that first year, you know, I, it took me that first year to realize like, Catch, catch fucking five fish, catch four fish, whatever the limit is, and then go from there. 
Chad, we're getting down close to the end. We got to end this, and I'm, I, I want to back up a little bit for what you said because you said you had four facing sonar on. Were you scoping the fish that you were fishing, or were you just using it for structure? What, how are you using the four facing so, that you were? When I when I use my perspective mode or my live like when I put it on perspective mode, um, we'll drop back to the Murray tournament um, that we had the, the Queen City South. Um, I found them on gravel. Mm. And I scoped gravel points, anything that had gravel on it that, or, you know, gravel banks, that's where the fish were. So I, I don't really, I don't, I can say I've caught fish on live scope and you've seen them eat it. But majority of the time I am, I am scoping um, structure, um, structure. And like I did catch one on a spinner bait. There was a school of them that come to the right of the boat of me about 15 15 feet and I flipped the spinner big spinner bait in there and it, it went down it went down about five six feet and they hit it and I, I mean it, you know but I didn't you know I didn't watch them hit it I seen them come through and I threw it over there and then I you know they hit it but we're, I don't we're, really like people all the time live scope and they catch fish and I, I will be doing that I will be doing that at Hartwell well of course because majority, that's, that's majority a whole different lake than, than yeah, Santee we got I'm not, I'm not throwing, I'm trying to find structure. It was underwater structure that I was trying okay. to get. I, w I was curious if you were using that to, to find structure or if you were using that to potentially find bedding fish because after that front pulled through, there wasn't a lot of rain, right? We didn't get a lot. No. We only got no rain Saturday, but yeah. there was a fuck ton of rain upriver that, that oh. fell, you know, all Friday night and yeah. Saturday morning. And so the water was way dirty. And I think some of these people that were betting on bedding fish got fucked because yeah. they went down there. The water was too, one, it was too dirty to see more than, at least for me, I'm colorblind, so I don't count. But like three feet in the water, you couldn't see shit. Mm -hmm. And not only that, with all that stuff, you know, those fish are going to come out. So I was, I thought maybe you were going to use that perspective mode to potentially target some of those bedding fish that you couldn't see. No, I, I, I have not used it for bed and fish, not to say I'm not going to try. And um, I have found brim beds with it, mm. uh, but um, not not bed and fish with it. Uh, I know it's two years ago when I got second at High Rock when um, Hodge come in at the last the buzzer beater and beat me. Um, I was using the live scope to kind of locate some beds but i wouldn't i wouldn't fishing i wasn't using it to to i mean i was looking to see if there was anything around the beds because on the mm -hmm. perspective mode you can you can see them pretty good so um no um like kirk i, I kirk i went from 11 30 i went from 11 30 to 201 between yeah. my fishes um and uh and i and you know they everybody talks about these i lost fish i should have won the tournament you know those two fish that I broke off. I broke a big one off. Those two fish in between eleven thirty and two o uh, two o one. Those two fish that broke that I broke off kept me in that area. Those two fish helped me win that tournament. Those two lost fish helped me win that tournament mm, because they kept I, you there. Because they kept me there. Yeah. What, you know uh, uh, what? Were they big enough to break you off, or were you fishing? You know, was I'll, your line fray? Do you under, Do you I'll know see. why they broke you off? Uh. One, one, I should have, I, I knew I was bouncing off structure and stuff and it being lazy. It wasn't a big oh. one, but the, the second one, 
I don't know if y'all have ever seen it. If when you get the, the ones over five pound plus, they'll do this under underwater mm-hmm. wobble. Yeah. And it did this underwater wobble and I could see it parts of it. And when she realized she was hooked and wasn't coming off, she bulldogged down and mm-hmm. yeah, it was, I, I, and so I do, I have a bad habit and I've been trying to break it. I, I lost a huge one in a KBF tournament last year in, in front of Jeremy. I dropped the F bomb and Jeremy's never heard me cuss, but I had a lot of stuff going on like with business and everything else. And we were like, <laughs> work and and that was like and and i slammed my rod in the water and lost my temper i generally don't do that you know and i slam and i said that and he goes he said i don't know i didn't know whether to hug you or stay away from you <laughs> but dude i'm telling you after i did that i was so happy because i kind of just released released some of that pressure but but it it i put my thumb on the reel to try to slow her down versus just let her take drag for a second then turn her um and when i put my thumb on the reels it popped it which i'm fishing i fish way lighter line than anybody else everybody's like he should have been fishing 17 or 20 pound test on a jackhammer i can't catch a fish on a jackhammer unless i got 14 or 12 pound test on it don't know why it, hey, it may it may be a confidence thing i have no idea i fish 17 on on my bladed jigs jackhammers whatever and i i don't i don't break them off but i i lose so many fish they they come unpinned. So and it, do you I don't set, know if I'm pulling it or what. Do you set the hook on a jackhammer? You know, it depends. Sometimes you get it, and so if, if I'm fishing around stumps or laydowns, sometimes you get that bite, and it, initially it kind of feels like a, a stump. So, you know. It's I'll, a jig. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't set the hook on a jackhammer. Oh, no, you got to rack them. But see, I've seen both. Sometimes I I know it's a bite, and I set the damn hook, and then sometimes, you know, I'm I'm fishing the structure, and I just feel that I feel the weight, and I think it might be a tree, so I, you know, I'll just pop it off, and it's a fish, but regardless. And you go to a glass rod, it's, uh, that day I was fishing Mega Bass, but um, Destroyer, uh, bladed jig rod, and, Mm. but I have a G. Loomis, um, uh, bladed jig rod, jackhammer rod, and it's got a softer tip. You look, mm-hmm. it loads itself up. Um, so, way I way I was told is, if you put this in your mouth and push out with the blade. So this is the blade. You put mm-hmm. it in your mouth and you push out. It's going to open its mouth. That's right. So, you know the the what they say is you don't you don't snatch on it. If you snatch on it, that blade will pop up and opens their mouth and it throws the hook. Mm-hmm. That's why you just you lean into it. And you don't ever set, I don't ever set the hook. Now, after you're reeling it in for a second and you feel like you want to pop it one time to make sure that it's all the way through, you can pop it, but you just reel, you reel it tight, you reel it tight and you pull. You don't mm-hmm. set the hook on a jackhammer. Don't ever set the hook on a jackhammer. It, it, now, I could, be wrong. I could be wrong, but everything I've studied and how I've caught them in the jackhammer, I caught 15 in one day. And actually, uh, um, I was on the phone with one of the ladies from uh, Queen City, the one that uh, flipped her kayak at Jordan. I mean, she was at, I think she was at Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on the phone with me when I was practicing for the TOC at Clark's Hill. And I was on the phone and I got into a jackhammer bite and, and every one of them, I just, you know, you pull on them, but no, you don't. I, it's, I was, I, I was taught that you do not set the hook on a jackhammer. Well, you're fishing with lighter line. I think that's the difference in how people set up their, you know, their rod, their line. I think there's well, a lot well, of things that you you set uh, it up how you fish, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if you are a hook setter, if you're fucking snatching jaws, 
then you, your gear has to be set up for you to be able to do that. And if you're, yep. and you know, if you if you limp wrist a lot of fish, you got to have shit that that does that. I think it comes down to how you fish on that. But um, but that's interesting to hear that because you hear a lot of people do say that you know when they get that bite, they're they're laying into them on a jackhammer because what Big Kurt said was it's a jig, so you set it. But again, it comes down to how you fish and what you got to do on that. Well, look. We're getting we're getting down to this. Uh, Kurt, you caught four, and you caught your limit. Chad, did you catch? And and so I'm gonna say four, but we're gonna say well, we know you at least caught five because of the Hobie. Did you catch more than that, or did you just catch those five? I, I caught nine. And okay, small, damn. So you had a good day fishing. Smallest one, smallest one was 18 inches. Holy shit! You caught caught nine fish and the smallest one was 18. That's a damn. That's, that's a fun day of fishing, right there. That's, 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 his smallest was bigger than my biggest. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I, so I, I, I landed on them. What what it was is the area, you know that that little stretch of area, post spawn and pre spawn, yeah. and so I was catching post spawn and pre spawn fish. That last fish I caught is the only fish that danced across the top of the water. Had three boats and they were hooping and hollering. And, and when she came, when she started dancing, I'm yelling, get down. I got my rod tip in the water and I'm trying to get her back down and, and they're hooping and hollering and, and I get it in the boat and I scream. I knew it was a special fish. I just didn't know how special it was. I mean, right. it was, but I'll be honest with you, that whole week leading up everything that happened for Santee, you know, they, they always say when it's your time, it's your time. Mike fished, when we fished, uh, Murray, um, Mike, I moved off a point and told Mike, you know, because in, in Queen City, Vinny lets us talk and try to help each other out, you know, and we have a good time. And and I told Mike, I said, Mike, you you, you ain't caught a fish, you ain't gonna bite. I said I was already had my limit. I was calling and all I was catching is 14s and 15s, and I couldn't call them out. So I told Mike to come over here. He's fixing 19. So <laughs> so so no, this this is all in my head, right? Let, so mm-hmm. this 19 in my head, right? Jim being late. Um, um, Mr. Larry catching that 23. Um, no, no, no day, no day two, because, but mm-hmm. I, I think I had plenty of fish for two days, but you know, no day two. Um, I had no service, so I couldn't get nervous. I couldn't, I didn't know. I, I couldn't check the leaderboard. I didn't know where mm-hmm. I was. Um, the two fish that I lost, the two fish that I lost kept me there until two until, and I left at two fifteen after that fish I left because my dad DQ'd me one time for being late and I had 26 pounds in a bad boat. <laughs> And I'm still mad about it, but he, he actually won that tournament with 24. And the guy at the boat ramp says, said, why did hey, that's your son? He's going to DQ him. He said, he looked straight at the guy. He said, I DQ you. What not? And it's the truth. And that's just how I was right. So like all these things, I left early to go drive. Mm-hmm. I drove a long ways to go to where we stayed at stump hole, um, to, uh, get their wifi. The place was closed. So I'm banging on the door. That's <laughs> they opened the door, give me their wifi. So these all these things. The reason why I didn't leave that hole is because there was other kayaks, kayakers coming by me and looking to see what I was doing, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't leave it because Mike caught the nineteen. I find mm-hmm. the hole because Jim's late and, and Larry catches the fish. I, I find I get service. I get service when they're closed on Sundays, but there was actually people cleaning. I mean, like mm-hmm. it's just it's stupid all the things that just yeah. up, you know happening for me to find that for for me to win. I mean, and I, that's why I say when. When I when I put a thank you post out, these are from people. Oh, I had and I had uh Blaine go pick me up the jackhammers, um, yeah. from, 
from Columbia and I live in Aiken. I couldn't find them around here. And there was a store in Columbia had them. He, and I called the guy that the kid that works there. He was actually fishing on Hartwell and he was getting ready for a tournament. He calls the shop and they put, they put, um, seven, seven, eight, eight, jack, seven or eight jackhammers behind the counter for Blaine to go pick mm-hmm. up. And then I went and met Blaine. Like this is all, this all happens. You know, when they say it, it's your time and yeah. things they all line up. That's what it was. It's stupid. The things that happen. And, but, and we hear that a lot. We hear that a lot with, you know, when, when shit just, it shit just happened. There's you know, yep. a lot of people say there's luck in fishing. And what I'll oh, tell dude. people, there's luck in fishing. There's a lot of luck in there, but finding the fish and catching the fish is way, in my opinion, is way less luck in finding and catching the fish than people say there is. But then, when you have these other little things happen, I mean, Kurt, Kurt, well, it was lucky he had a damn, he had a well, pin in there to catch oh, his fish. Well, right? my I mean, second, there's, there's a lot of luck. My second fish, I so first fish was spinnerbait. My second fish was came off the third cast of my uh, uh, wacky rig. Um, you know, I slid a wacky, slid a, a, a biz bait sassy stick up against a doggone uh cypress tree and felt a very hard tick so i was like all right cool so i reeled down bam set the hook line breaks i'm like Mm. what the heck right this is brand new braid brand new um uh fluoro uh yeah the braid actually broke wasn't a knot I, i was thinking you know it's a knot so i'm sitting there looking grabbed the end of my line i'm looking at the line i'm like my knot's not here how how did my not how did this all right no big deal i look up now something i learned from mr frankie wolf you know he got on me one day about uh fishing such a short leader <laughs> so i i had literally had a 24 foot leader on and i looked over and all the there was like one little limb that was stuck out and the end of this leader with the only reason I saw it was the end of the color of the blurb, color of the blur, color of the braid. So I was like, <laughs> is that surely to God? That's not my leader. That's my leader. And I know there's a fish on. Can, I wonder if I can very easily, slowly, like slide over there and grab this leader and actually get this fish right so i'm like as as you know it probably took me like less than a minute but it seemed like 15 minutes worth of mm-hmm. agonizingly slow pedaling and inching forward to try to not spook this daggum fish i get to it i'm reaching out i'm like oh dude i'm almost there just please just don't move don't move Boom! I snatched the snatched the leader, and I actually got that fish in by hand. Wow! So I was like, "Thank you!" I was like, "Thank you, Frankie Wolf, for talking me into a long leader." See, that's the thing. Though, mean, that's the luck part about catching the fish. But the luck part wasn't what the not you finding that fish there? What you throwing it in? The luck part was all that shit happened. That's a crazy ass story. All right, look, I'm going to leave you with one thing. When you go to Santee, then I'm going to have you two guys finish it up. But when you go to Santee, you got to watch out for the damn rib wasp because them bitches is in every every damn one of them. And so I I, I grew up in in Macby, South Carolina. It's about an hour and a half from there. And so I know about rib wasp. Well, that morning, 
I'm I'm throwing throwing a wacky rig up against these trees, and I fuck up, <laughs> and this bitch goes into the into the the tree, and I roll over there. It's it's early. We're probably 30, 45 minutes in, so still a little chilly, right? And I'm yanking it. I'm trying to yank it out the tree. I don't want to get up in it. Well, I get up in it. And I go to reach to grab. And what happened was them, the line got did a, a a damn whip around, you know, Indiana Jones, the tree. Anyway, I reach up and I'm up in the tree. I reach up to go yank this bitch off. And like six inches from my face are like eight <laughs> red wasps fanning their yeah. wings and their asses up in the air. Thank and God. I'm like, oh, nope. I put my, I go, I don't have, as, as Alex would say, I don't have instant reverse. So I reach down and I pull the wrong damn cord and I'm trying, I'm pedaling, right? I'm trying to pedal back the fuck up and I, I pulled the wrong cord. So I'm pedaling, I'm coming closer. I'm like three inches from these bitches now. Luckily it was cold. They weren't ready to fight yet, but yeah, I, I almost ate a nest of damn red wasps. That would have ended my whole day there. Probably would have fucking ended my life. But um, when you get up the Santee, y'all, Watch out for the red wasps. If it would have been three weeks later and it had been 80 degrees in the morning, I'd have got my ass tore. I probably would have gone swimming that day. So, but, so, so I'm a Florida boy. I'm not scared of the gators. They don't bother me. You know, mm-hmm. they, I used to swim in ponds with them. It just didn't bother me. Snakes, spiders, and murder hornets. <laughs> murder hornets. Murder hornets. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, uh, yeah. You know why I don't carry a pistol in my, in my kayak when I'm at Santee? Because you can't shoot bees. Uh, no, because if it falls in, I'm going to shoot a hole right through my damn kayak. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't, here, here's what's funny is, we're getting a little bit off topic, we're going long, but I don't fucking care. When I was, when I was a wildland firefighter, I fought fire down in South Florida a good bit. And, um, you know, there's canals everywhere in South Florida. And so we had this wildfire that jumped this canal, and it was rolling. And the guy was like, man, we're going to have to get across this canal. <laughs> And me and a few other people are like, and he's from Florida. And we're like, how are we going to get across the case that, man, we're just going to have to wade over? You know, some of those canals would be 30 foot deep. and They're only 10 foot wide, but they might be 30 foot deep. And there's gators all around, nothing big. But he's like, man, they won't bother you. They won't bother you. A, a fucking woman had just got ate by an alligator like two miles away <laughs> the, a day or two before. And he's talking about, and we're like, bitch, they no, man, you. it's not that fire. That fire is going to hit something else before I'm crossing my ass over this damn canal. But, yeah, it is fun when you go down to Santee. I saw a huge water snake sunning on some weeds. It was cool. I mean, that's the thing. Bald eagles, they were, I'm going to see two dozen bald eagles. And, you know, they got – it's just – it's a wonderful place to fish. If anybody listening has never been, go down there. If you got the money, go go buy a guide or holler at some folks that are in the Queen City thing and see the folks that are around there. Go fish Santee. You have every time you put your boat in the water and you throw a lure in that water. You got a chance. Majority of time of the year, you got a chance of pulling out a double digit fish. And yep. it is and it's just a beautiful place to fish. It's got great fishing in it. It's a good time. All right. Kurt, we're gonna start with you. Leave us with one thing about this tournament. That, that is going to propel you to keep going the rest of the year. Oh, man. There's there's so many things, right? Um, we need one, one, buddy. Just one. Uh, long leaders. Period. Long leaders. Fish, fish a long leader. You know, if, if you're I, – I never would have thought about it. Uh, 
I went, like I said, I went and fished with Frankie one day and he was like, God, dude, that's, do you even have a leader on? I'm like, yeah, it's like four foot. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> you know, a, it's not a four foot leader is definitely not long enough to allow, you know, a, a sassy stick or stick bait to properly fall through the water columns, period. Mm. Uh, you gotta have, you know, you, you gotta have a good, at least 12 foot leader to let that thing naturally fall the way it's supposed to. Um, and I really think that's a, a major reason why the last few years I have not been able to catch many fish off the wacky rig when it seems like everybody else, everybody else in the damn club catches sense. fish off the wacky rig. Yeah. So I made that change. the sassy stick. Yeah. You know, I made that change yeah. and, you know, it, it got me, it got me two of my, two of my fish. I mean, there we go. period. So long leaders, guys, long leaders. You know, what else, you know what else helps you with that long leader? You're not as in your reel when you're when you're getting close to the boat. Yeah, I mean it's huge. My make yep. sure leader I tie my knot is in my in my reel when I'm reeling it in and I'm getting it to the boat and you and you you're you're not inside. You have less room for air. Um, so. I, I tie a long leader because when I break that bitch off, I don't want to be tying a damn <laughs> new leader knot every damn time. Because I, I fish in some shit, man. I they, if if I have a lure in my tackle box, I don't have no $200 swim baits. But if I did and I took them fishing with me, I ain't scared to lose them. Like, yeah, if I'm scared yeah, to lose some yeah. shit, it's staying at home. But I ain't also fishing with nothing. That I'm, I ain't buying nothing I'm scared to lose. Like, if I'm buying it, it's, it's the fish. Yeah, see, I'm I'm throwing that bitch. I don't I, give a damn how much. If I bought it, I'm throwing it. I throw yeah. the fire out if I lose it. If I lose it, but I, I didn't buy it not to not to. You know, yeah, exactly. I grew, I grew up poor, so when I buy something, I want to play with it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't, I, anything I got, anything I got is gonna get yeah. beat up. Everybody's like, but you I, that? Oh, yeah, I'll run up on the rocks. I didn't buy this damn thing that you know, the sissy and her baby it. Yeah, that's right. So, it's right. plastic, you know, yeah. but that don't yeah. mean that don't mean I gotta baby it. We can go, we can go buy some buckets from Lowe's or Home Depot and patch a we'll hole. Patch that thing up. Look, I, this ain't I, no fiberglass bass boat. We gotta worry about that shit. All right, Chad, leave it. Leave us with. Uh, and you, you've got for you, you've got a couple things going on. Obviously, you put yourself in a good position to be in the AOI for Queen City. But on the flip side, you put yourself in a good position to be in AOI now for Hobie. Are you gonna continue to chase the Hobie, or you just, you know, what are you gonna uh, do well, and, and leave us uh, with something? I choose being a, I'm, I'm first all, you know, first family man. Um, and I got a five year old. So this weekend will be the, this, this weekend coming up for Hartwell will be the last two day tournament I do until the actual TOC for Hobie. I won't be fishing another national event. I just, um, at the time, you know, she's five. My wife said, whenever, whenever she, you know, I'm, I'm 42. And so my businesses, you know, we'll run the business full. And then my daughter is five. And so, there'll be a time where she don't want to see me no more. I'll go do more national events, but, um, family first. Um, my wife, that's good. So, so you man. will fish the, the Hobie TOC. I'm going to fish the Hobie. Okay. Good. Um, I got back the, at the office the next morning and I asked my, my nephew, cause he fished on USC. Uh, I, I'm blessed with a lot of fishermen around me. Um, uh, my buddy Rodney, um, Tav, you know, I got Jeremy, I talked Mike, I talked to Frankie, I talked to all of them, Jim, my partner. Um, and you know, we all bounce Chris Gravely, bounce ideals off each other. But um so I, I just the national events um I won't be able to do until the Hobie and I, like 
and I asked Jordan when I went into the office because he he works for Klein Smith and they he's a home base office so he uses one of my one of my desk at my office um and I, I let him you know use it because it's cool having him around and and I get talking fishing with him and I got back that morning he said where's the TOC I said chick he got the giggling he said this is all you need to know and he sends me this drop this pin so <laughs> I said, go sit here and Bob. Like now, I'm really excited. I can't wait till damn November now. This is all you. Right. This here, this is where you need to go. I said, yes, sir. Right. What 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 is something that stuck with you after the, this this Queen City tournament that you think is going to help you stay focused and and put you in a position to win that that Queen City AOI? Work harder than everybody else. Plain and simple. I'm going to work harder than everybody else. Don't leave T-O-W. fish where fish are. Time uh, in the water. Did that like, I did that a couple years ago, left fish where fish were to go find more fish. But yeah, it, you can't, you, you know, if you got time in the water, it's hard to beat somebody time in the water. That's why Chris Goodwin was so good in this club because mm-hmm. he was on the water five days a week. A lot. Know, a lot. Yeah. So, um, but no, if, if you say, if you want to know something that I've got from Santee, don't leave fish to find fish. You know, and that's hard especially after you lose a couple and then you go you know two or three hours without another bite you're like the bitches ain't here no more you know i'm you know those those two fish that i lost were the best thing to happen to me yeah right because they kept me there there we go well hey look guys i appreciate y'all being on this is great we love the cream city chronicles it's been awesome we've got to talk to some great folks and what i learned from hobie is that i need to I need to have some better Queen City friends that actually catch fish, and I need to go follow their asses around at CNT and <laughs> and learn what the fuck to do at that lake. Because, um, but here's the thing too: is I don't like I don't fish national tournaments. I fish I fished this one the last two years because it was right here, and you know it was a good time to come meet a bunch of folks that I know through social media. No practice time the last two years, so I just go out there, pick a good place, and. Usually I can at least find fish, but damn, Santee has whooped my ass the last two years not being able to find them. But my hey, thing is I'm going to find you. some Queen City folks, and I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to learn how to catch fish on Santee. And the next time we have a tournament there, I hope at least I catch a, a damn limit. That's what we got. Look, Lord. guys, I appreciate this. This is awesome. This is a great Queen City Chronicles Santee. We have another one coming up here very shortly because this weekend we have that Queen City is at Hartwell. Chad, are you fishing Hartwell? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm heading up. I'm leaving at 3 o'clock. And I'm getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning and leave on okay. the road. Um, and then I'll practice. I'll drive back home, and then I'm going to take my daughter to school on Friday and then drive up after she gets – and then I'm going to practice uh, Friday for a couple hey, hours. Hey, gu- guess, what, guess what's happening Saturday? What's that? Shitty weather. No, 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 no. It's going to be Friday, bro. Friday, Friday. Damn. It's Friday. Sunday's bad weather. Sunday, Friday, Friday and Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Friday. So I practiced, I, here, let me tell you how my Hartwell experience was. Practice yesterday, I fished for, I, I covered 17 miles with Torquedo and had two bites. No fish. Let me tell you how my, uh, how my pre-fishing has gone already. I pulled up to the to Airbnb. The yeah, I pulled up to the Airbnb. Unloaded my stuff, grabbed my wacky rig, went down three casts, sixteen incher right off the bat. It's going to be a good tournament. Well, so Chad, Chad knows where not to fish <laughs> after seventeen miles. Uh, oh, I, there's fish there too. Just God, if it was if it was two more weeks. Well, well, that's how it goes, man. That's fish. You know what happens in two more weeks? 
Queen City's back there. I I know what happens in two more weeks. In two more weeks, Mr. Kurt's going to have about four more new uh, gas house custom rods in his uh, locker. Hey, well, well, look, hopefully after this tournament, we get Kurt back with another limit. And and maybe a, a win on it. That's what we're hoping for, Chad. I hope you do good too. But we want to have her. Yeah, we want to have Kurt catch that limit and 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 put a, yeah. a, a one or two in that pocket. Hey, real quick, we got to wrap this up real quick. Shout out uh, anybody you want to shout out real quick, and um, you know if you're on social media, where they can find you. I'm not. I'm not on social media. You're the man. Thank you for having us. Um. Uh, so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to throw a plug. Gas House Custom Rods. I build the best rods there are on the market, period. Done. Uh, as far as a shout-out, uh, I, I got to shout-out Biz Bates and True South Custom Lures. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not affiliated with them, but, bro, their lures just their lures just kick butt, period. So it, when the wind's blowing and you're not throwing that guppy, you're doing it wrong. I'm just saying. All right, fellas. Shout out to Frankie Wolf. Shout out to uh, 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 Mr. Chad down there. And, dude, shout out to you, bro. Thank you yeah. for having us on. Yeah, man, anytime. I'm, we're, we're glad to have you on. This is a great time. I, you know, I appreciate y'all listening to the podcast. You know, we had the conversations back and forth. So hang on. Don't go anywhere. We're going to run a quick little music to end this thing. And then uh, I'll holler at you in the gray room. Look, right. y'all, Queen City Chronicles. Through bass and brews. Alex wasn't here, so we went our 15 minutes. We went 30 minutes over time. This is shit that happens when he lets the jammer hammer be in charge. But that's okay. We had a good time. Until next time. Hey-oh!